This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. New car prices have gone through the roof. The average new car costs almost $50,000, and that's pushing millions of Americans out of the new car market. And it's also opening the door for inexpensive Chinese cars, especially electric ones. People say Americans will not buy Chinese cars, but that's what they said about Japanese cars, and South Korean cars, and European luxury cars. But now foreign automakers have half of the American market. With lower prices, the Chinese could take over entry-level cars, just like the Japanese did 40 years ago. And there's the crazy part. If and when Chinese companies come to the American market with cheap EVs, the ones who will get hurt the most will be the Japanese and Korean car companies. Automakers and suppliers are spending billions to expand and build new manufacturing facilities. The U.S. in particular saw a wave of investments not long after the IRA was passed, and a lot of the growth revolves around the transition to EVs. But despite all this expansion, orders for new machinery were barely up, according to data from the U.S. Commerce Department. And we think we know why. When a car company retools a plant, it usually yanks out the old equipment and replaces it with new. But not now. When it comes to IC powertrains, GM, Ford, and Stellantis are trying to reuse as much old equipment as they can and refurbish it. That still involves a lot of work. The old equipment has to be shipped to companies that do the refurbishing, who have to then inspect it, clean it, repair it, and bring it back to new, and then ship it back. Using the old equipment does save money, but replacing it with all new machinery would be so much easier. So why do they do it? Using the old stuff means automakers don't have to write it off, which is an expense that reduces their net income. Toyota points out that this year is the first time that white 18-year-olds are no longer a majority in the U.S., and it's a key reason why Toyota is marketing heavily to Black, Hispanic, and Asian Americans. It thinks it has a real advantage there. Toyota claims it gets the highest percentage of those buyers, and it believes that demographic change is on its side because the fastest-growing demographic groups in the United States right now are Asians, followed by Hispanics. And so Toyota is zeroing in on those groups with its marketing and advertising. It knows that the demographics of this country are going to keep changing, and so it's laying the groundwork now in the hope that it will pay off for years to come. We want to know what drives your testing, OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Land Rover is adding the most powerful Range Rover Sport ever to its lineup. The model is now powered by a new 4.4-liter twin-turbo V8 gas engine, that cranks out 626 horsepower and 553 pound-feet of torque. That's 51 more horses and 38 more pound-feet of torque than the previous-gen Range Rover Sport SVR's supercharged 5-liter V8. 
The new Range Rover SV moves from 0 to 60 in just 3.6 seconds and has a top speed of 180 miles an hour. It also features some weight savings. The available 23-inch carbon fiber wheels cut nearly 80 pounds compared to the standard 23-inch alloy wheels. And optional carbon ceramic brakes remove another 75 pounds. To further help the driving dynamics, the new Range Rover SV comes with a semi-active suspension system that features hydraulic dampers, adjustable air springs, and pitch control. But the new model is initially going to be hard to come by. The first year of production will be available to select clients and by invitation only. Aston Martin chairman Lawrence Stroll recently said it would come out with eight new models over the next two years. And here's the first one. This is the new DB12, which is a major evolution of the DB11. The 12 is distinguished by new lights, a bigger grille, redesigned splitter, and wider front and rear tracks. Under the hood is a 4-liter twin-turbo V8 that's supplied by Mercedes-AMG but is tuned in-house by Aston. It makes 671 horsepower and 590 pound-feet of torque. And that's an impressive jump over the V8 DB11, which made 528 horsepower. Guess that's why Aston called the 11 a Grand Tourer, but calls the 12 a Super Tourer. The engine is mated to an 8-speed auto, and a first for Aston, the 12 features an electronic differential, which helps lay down that 671 horses for a 0-60 to 60 time of 3.5 seconds. Then to reel it all in is a set of standard cast iron brakes, but carbon ceramics are also available. The center console of the DB12 extends all the way up, blending into the dashboard, which creates a separate cockpit area for the driver and passenger. It houses all the vehicle controls, as well as the 10 and a quarter inch infotainment screen, which is the first in-house developed infotainment system by Aston Martin. Previously, it just stuck with the system from Mercedes. And by mounting that new screen down low, it gives the driver a better view out of the windshield. No word on pricing yet, but deliveries start in the third quarter of this year. As we said earlier in the show, OEMs are spending billions on new manufacturing, mostly for EVs. And while automakers have been perfecting the art of building internal combustion engine cars for well over 100 years, making EVs is still new to them. And we've seen that reflected in vehicle delays and low production output. The hope is that will turn around quickly, but according to Michael Robinette of S&P Global Mobility, there's still going to be a learning curve. Yeah, I, you know, it's, uh, I would say quality is absolutely going to be critical. I talked about um, earlier uh, some of these lumpy launches. Uh, we're, we're, being, we're building brand new vehicles uh, and sometimes brand new or at least completely outfitted plants or brand new refurbished plants. Uh, new build processes, sometimes a lot of new suppliers that are coming in. Uh, we've had the skill, uh, um, the, the folks that are building the vehicles differently, a lot of new, 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 new. And, and new means to us that there could basically be some pretty slow launches and quality is going to absolutely be so critical. Um, I remember the days in, you know, John, Gary, even Keith, you guys remember the days when 
Bob Eaton went on the stage and dropped a bag of parts on the on the on the uh, on the stage and basically said, "This these are the carryover parts in the last Grand Cherokee," and everybody's applauding and a lot of us are going, "Wow, uh, you you basically are building a brand new vehicle. I hope you know what you're doing." Um, and and of course, you know those launches can get lumpy, and we believe that the launches are going to be a bit delayed and the launch curves are going to be uh, have a much lower slope. Not all of them, but I think that definitely there's going to be some good examples out there. You know, Michael, I, I studied under Jim Harbour, and he always said, an all-new product in an all-new plant with an all-new workforce is a recipe for disaster. <laughs> we have a lot of disasters coming. <laughs> so after hearing that, does that turn you off of EVs at all? But the reality is, I think this will have the biggest impact on the average car buyer. They're not as forgiving of slow launches and quality problems, which could hurt adoption. And if you'd like to catch more of that show, we'll be sure to provide a link in the transcript and description box. But that brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you have a great weekend. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion. At Scheffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.